What is it with people? That, what is it with people? People are like, oh, I'm people a guest in your them. home. They can like do whatever they want. It's like, oh, you're not, like that bugs the hell out it of me. Me too. That's not the rule. No, you that's don't, not the rule. Just when because you're, you're a guest, guest you yeah. gotta behave by the house rules. Exactly. Yes. You don't live there. You can't poop in the floor. No one told you no. could do that. I'm with you 100. percent Jimmy, Alex pick it up. Pick it up with your hands. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Straight Red. I am your host, Jeff Ross, and with me, as always, the self-proclaimed king of Iowa, Alex I was there S. for two days. Kibler. Alex, yeah. your two-day reign of terror made the news. We all <laughs> yeah. read the stories. The question I have for you is, why so many mutilated bodies? Because they stood between me and cheese curds. Cheese curds is more of like a Wisconsin and Minnesota thing, isn't it? My girlfriend is behind you, vehemently shaking her head no. Well, cheese I can't curds. see her because she's behind me. Cheese curds. For those gingers of you who don't who know. Who are not from the northern who are not Midwest. from the northern Midwest. Cheese curds. How do you describe a cheese curd? You know what they are. Basically fried cheese. It is, but it's like, it's like gushy cheese. Is that? Well, they're curds. They are curds. They're quite literally curds. Yeah, that's, that's why they're why called they cheese curds. That. But they're delicious. I had never had them until I went to Iowa for the first time. But that was like a year ago, I guess. And Beautiful Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, Cedar Rapids. Uh, sure. We were in Sioux, Sioux City. We were there. I was just Davenport. There. I w- did not make it to Davenport. Coralville. Yeah. Hiawatha. Oh. Cedar Falls. <laughs> You're reading the post. <laughs> yeah, I've gone this Dixie way. Dixie lives here. Cedar Ish. Falls? Ish. Yeah. Can we send her that a metro parcel? Area. Hmm? Did you refer to Cedar Falls as having a metro it area? It has a metro area. What? Like Waterloo. another with it, like another 10 no. feet outside Waterloo, of Cedar Falls? Waterloo, Cedar Falls. Oh, that glorious metropolitan area of Waterloo and Cedar for Falls those gingers combined of you, population 14. For those gingers of you, 163,000 people live in that metro area. More people live on my street in Brooklyn. I'm that not impressed. That might be true, actually. I'm not impressed. <laughs> That's a fair point. Not impressed. Anyway, I had a great time in Iowa. Thank you, you for asking. You didn't you're ask me welcome. Yeah. I didn't, but I'm glad you survived. I had some a- pie. Okay. Yeah. Rode a bicycle. Don't. Be strange. <laughs> I, I did an time. entire podcast yeah. without you, and by entire, I mean, I, well, I guess that's true. It had a beginning and an end. Yeah, it's not much in between. In. Hey, man, the meat is not what people want in their sandwich. <laughs> they just want the bread. I, I'm just glad <laughs> wet bread. I'm just glad that the proportion of the show's quality relates to how long the show is when the hosts are hosting it by themselves. There's probably a funnier hey, way for me to say that. Yeah, because that bombed. But I'll tell you <laughs> this. I've done three podcasts now without you. Have, you have. You have. All right. You are not Wait, pulling your weight. I have a question. I have not yet listened to this newest one, the four minutes, because I couldn't find four minutes to spare. You're a busy man. Did you don't you have sing four the minutes? Song? Do, you ever, do you ever take a poop? Uh, he doesn't. It's I really do. weird. I don't know want to talk about my bowel movements. Well, you should. Okay. I didn't sing the song. That's how upset I was. It would have been five minutes if you sang the song. Yeah, I do a long you rendition talk about? of the song. It was, I was so upset about... I even, you were in the email thread. You know what it was about. I was upset about the U.S. men's national team losing. Yeah. I, I, 
You we're, read the email. I did. We're going to get into that, and we're going to talk about some ramifications there. Uh, very interesting coming twists. Coming up very soon. Very Let, interesting twists. Let's get what? through some league scores, though, first, Let's get we? into it. Alex S. Kibler, people yeah. have been waiting for your glorious return to hear your award-winning analysis <laughs> of soccer games. My analysis is terrible. I don't you. know what you're talking about. Oh, man. Well, let's just the do this, okay? on Twitter have been asking, when does Alex come back? I can't live without his Pulitzer Prize-winning analysis. You know, I felt good about myself for like a split second when you first started saying that. And then I was like, no one cares that I'm on this show. No, they love you. They love you. Columbus 3, Toronto FC 3. What a game. This game was crazy. Columbus... I I still cannot put my finger on the Columbus crew because they clearly can score. Oh yeah! I feel like I feel like they have that trait where they can score seemingly out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and they but they also have some players on their team, Miram and this and so forth, who don't <laughs> so forth. No, but every let me say this: Iguain so and Miram don't move like they used to. Is what I'm saying. Will Trap is not an overly speedy gentleman. You have Kai Kamara who can score. But what, what they the can do is... He's at the golden boot standings Oh, of course right now. he can. But what I'm saying is you have, you have players who can create for themselves. But at the same time, you don't see that many great team goals going forward. So, Gingers, if you haven't seen the game, the highlights, Kinnett's game, whatever, please seek this one out. Yeah. Right? Now, as you know, I've been riding the hashtag new crew bandwagon the whole season. And I will continue until it burns down. That's yes. the plan. But I don't want us to forget here... Lest we forget. Ooh. Foreshadowing. Toronto brought the heat here. Very they much really so. did. So they're down 3 0. All right. We're in the 47th, 48th minute or so. This game's over in any other game. Right. This game's over. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for playing. Here's your parting gift. Here's a bag. It has, uh, I don't know, some Funyuns. <laughs> Copy of our home game. Home game. Some Funyuns <laughs> and directions to a Motel 6. Yeah. That's what we give out to our guests. I don't know what other teams do. But anyway, the game's over. Yeah. And they get a consolation goal. It's like, okay, so you kept a respectable scoreline. But they just kept bringing it. They did not stop Toronto came from 3-0 down to walk out of there with a point. Now, three, let's three, talk three. about the PK, The PK though. was weak. The now, PK was weak. That being said... But they were fighting. He <laughs> should have had a PK, uh, I think it was in the first half. He was, he did, uh, Josie had a little turn, basically standing on the penalty spot. Yeah, turn between two was defenders missed. was tripped up. Should have been a penalty. So, I mean, you can sort of take weak. one and you leave but, one. But yeah. it, it, was, it, was, it was a weak penalty. It was a weak penalty. Yeah, the one that was given was Yeah, that's weak. what I'm talking about. Uh, and you can definitely keep talking about it. But... You keep fighting like that? Yeah, you, sometimes you, the calls go your way when you're fighting like that. Well, they have the quality now to fight that way. And Toronto hasn't. So for you gingers who are new, you may not be aware that Toronto is perennially horrible. Yeah. They, this team's they, never gone to the playoffs. Well, they at least perennially underachieve. Maybe you know, that's how it should be there, phrased. There's a, there's a graph that's going around that's basically teams by sorted by how long their most recent playoff appearance was so like playoff drought graph is basically what it is and it's toronto and everyone else toronto has had seven seasons and have never made the the playoff the 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 next highest is three that's the parody of this league yeah everybody goes the parody of this league and and the setup of course because now we're Mm -hmm. letting even more people in yeah 16 to go but um 
you know, the the longest drought I think is the Chicago Fire at three three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I could pull that because Montreal's been even though they're not yeah, good exactly. right now. They well, we'll get to Montreal in a moment. But we will. Montreal has been. Um, let's see. Seattle's gone. Vancouver's gone. Uh, Portland has gone to the playoffs. All of the expansion teams have gone to the playoffs. And with the ownership groups, and frankly, with the fan base that that team has had in Toronto. Oh, they should have gone years ago. They deserve it. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They entered the league at a time where there was only, what, 12 teams? Like, there wasn't anybody in this league. Yeah. And they still couldn't make the playoffs. The reason I bring this up is we haven't seen fight like this out of Toronto. You haven't seen confidence like this out of Toronto. Well, we can phrase it however we want to phrase it. But we haven't seen this before. 3-0 down into the second half. Yeah. And you come roaring back away and get a point. That's a great win. Now, we can talk about Columbus. Columbus let this game get away from them. Yeah, they did. And I think a lot of that had to do with they got too confident about their 3-0 lead. Right. And they forgot that Javinko plays for this team. Right. And that they can destroy you at any moment. At any moment. New York City experienced this. Now Columbus has experienced this. They can do this whenever they want. Well, but here's the flip side to that. Unless you can stop Javinko. If you can stop Javinko, you've stopped the team. Here's the flip side to that. They have demonstrated that they can score, but other teams have also demonstrated that they can be scored upon. And oh, yeah. You, you have a team who, in their last three league matches, has given up eight goals. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, you can't do that and expect to make it a long way in the playoffs because you're going to go to the StubHub Center and you're going to get annihilated. You know what I mean? And so it's just, it's really, it's really telling, and they did get annihilated earlier this month. Uh, so, 11 goals. They gave up 11 goals in the past three games. What? So New York scored four on them. Yeah. L.A. did, so that's eight. But you also have to count Columbus scored three on them. No. Oh, I'm Philly looking at in the these Philly games. Oh, my God. Okay, so but no, your stat's game. better. Your stat... And there's a tremendous amount of goals. Twelve goals in the last four matches. There you go. That's a great there stat. Is. That's what I... I was looking at this thing and said Sunderland, I and I got confused. I do all my stats for me. That was pretty good. But the point is, is that the defense leaky at Toronto. Mm-hmm. They're relying on an offense that can score, and they can score. Yeah, but this is probably for the East. Probably good enough to get into the playoffs, and I really hope that they do it because those fans up there in Toronto deserve it. I think at this point, the a playoff position is is sort of theirs to lose. I really do think so. Um, so there was while you were away declaring yourself king of a midwestern state. Yeah, New York City had a game. They did. I didn't uh, see it. I was there. Yeah, a lot of people were. 32,000, I think. Uh, not quite 32, but it was 30,000 plus. It was 30,000 plus. I, I was there uh, because a ginger asked me if I was going to be there. The guy who gave us Garrett, who gave us the uh, the Orlando oh, really? scarves. I brought my Orlando scarf. Good for you. I did the whole thing. Um, but I had tickets to the game anyway, so it's not like I actually did it because of him. But we can pretend. Yeah, yeah, Garrett, that's it's all for I you. Did, that I did that for him. Anyway, I went to this game. Two expansion teams. Over 30,000 people there. New York City walks out with a win, scoring five goals. Correct me if I'm wrong, the most they've ever done in a single match. That's, yeah. Five goals, although Orlando City scored three. Yeah. Which we'll, we'll get Kyle to when Laren scored three. That's the still, real Still, he plays for that team. It still counts. Alex Sacker-Kibler. Yeah. Can we talk about Pirlo just for a second? I was wrong. 
You don't even understand, Gingers, how lovely that is to hear. I I said that I didn't think that the Pirlo signing is what this team needed, and I thought that they should go another route. What I didn't really, really understand about Pirlo, I knew he had the passing. Oh, yeah. That's I knew he had the free kicks. I knew you know what he was in terms of a deep-lying playmaker. What I underestimated, which was on display in this match, was his ability to to keep possession under pressure or when necessary commit the that, that is commit the most professional, professional foul i've ever seen in my in entire life foul. exactly he knew he, he was gonna get a yellow he for that. understands his role in the team more than maybe any other player does and and i tell you what they now teams who have to game plan for nycfc are going to have their hands full because you you already you have teams double and triple teaming david via um, because of the the guy can just conjure goals out of nothing, but now you have to defend the whole pitch because Pirlo can put it inch perfect from fifty yards. Pirlo can make anything happen. Now, Gingers, if you watch this game, when Pirlo came on, you heard the roar. It was yeah. loud. Yeah, in the stadium, it was deafening. Yeah, when he came out there, it was like goosebumps. Unbelievable when this guy came on. And he's playing at what I will describe as a casual pace. He looked like <laughs> he was true. on a leisurely stroll out yeah. there. And I'm watching him like, what is this? Is he, is he too old? Is he just not fit? Touches the ball, magic happens. Yeah, exactly. He can he puts these spins on people, makes them look foolish. <laughs> but he looks like he hasn't done anything. Like yeah. he just he's not like, even trying. It's yeah. like oh, I'll just take a step over here, and and people are like breaking ankles. Like they're, yeah. they're losing, they're losing the whole thing. The precision passing from Pirlo is going to be the difference maker. And even David Villa spoke about this after the match. He is able to find passing lanes that, I'll just say it, the average MLS player, <laughs> I'll even say this, the, a good MLS player can't find. I would say a good global player might not be able to find, if I'm totally honest. He's he, that level of passer. He found Poku twice in this game where I don't think any other player in the league would have found Poku from, yeah. if they were in the same position. Yeah, they I agree. would not have found him. And he lands it right at his feet. Yeah. It was amazing. 30-yard passes along the ground you know, through two midfielders don't happen every day. And, and Those get intercepted. You watch any MLS game. Those types of passes, people try them all the time. Yeah. Those always get intercepted. He has it all figured out. He has it all figured out. He was a difference maker. Came in late in the second half. He made two additional goals happen. I know it doesn't count as an assist because those are Poku assists, who also had a great game. He had a tremendous game. Also had a great game. And I guess the Pirlo-Poku connection is the thing Yeah. Now. And if that's a thing, that's dangerous. It is. For everybody else. Five goals for New York City FC. Fans walked out of there very happy. Pirlo's the real deal. He only, he only trained for three days. Love to see what he has for the full week now. I think this team is going to win a lot of games 3-2, 4-2, 4-3. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, because this defense still isn't where it needs to be. Nope. But right? they can't stop these But goals. I think they're going to be able to score on a lot of people. They're I really score do. on a lot of people. Guys- I just want to quickly talk about FC Dallas. Let me go through some other scores. Wait, wait, can I just give a little bit of credit here, though, to Kyle Laren, who had a fantastic game. Yes, very much Kyle so. Kyle Laren of Orlando City, a Canadian international, had a hat trick in this game that he earned. Mm-hmm. He definitely earned that hat trick. I know it's got to feel very straight. You have a hat trick and your team still loses by two, two goals. <laughs> yeah. But young man, rookie player, nine goals on the season. Looks very good. May be able to break the rookie record. A three away, I believe, from the rookie record. Is that correct? I mean, that is insane. 
That and is what, it's July. It's, it's still July. July. He yeah. has a lot of playing left in him for this season. He does. And he plays smart. He doesn't look like he's going to get a serious injury, and now I've doomed him. I never should have said that. You should never have said that. Uh, some other scores from this past week, Chicago 3, Orlando 1, RSL 2, Sporting Kansas City 1. That was on Friday night. Uh, moving to Saturday, Montreal 1, Seattle nil. What is oh, Seattle? We're going to get into them a little bit uh, here in a few minutes. Uh, Chicago 2, New England 2, uh, Houston Dynamo 3, LA Gallagher. Galaxy nil. LA can't play away from they home. They can't. It's, it's, but the Texas teams it. are rolling right about now. Yeah, Texas is playing well. Both Houston and Dallas. I know you love what Dallas is doing. FC Dallas 4, Portland Timbers nil. FC Dallas... <clears throat> Sorry. Who you were picking on for a while. I was. They, I expected more from them, frankly. FC Dallas has now won their last five in a row and has taken, of the last available 18 points, has taken 16 of them. Just wrap your mind around that. That's that's getting business done. If that's what you're doing in the league right now, Get, I, I know mathematically this isn't true, but they're going to the playoffs. Come on, I 100 percent agree. Come DC on. United three, Philadelphia two, and Vancouver three, San Jose one. Now, those are league scores. Do you league. want to get into it? Do you, well. <sighs> The United States dropped two games in the Gold Cup, folks. They dropped two games in the Gold Cup. They lost to Jamaica. A good Jamaica. Don't get me wrong, but we still shouldn't have lost. A very athletic Jamaica. They're good. Get over it. Yeah, they are good. But we still should have won. That's a winnable game. I agree. Uh, Started slow. We we talked about all these game plans we had for Giles Barnes. Clearly, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Clearly, we just did did not have that plan. I believe Jurgen Klinsman, before the game, was like, oh, we have a a plan for him. Don't worry about it. I guess the plan was bad. Maybe that was it. The plan plan. was he's going to score a couple. Score a couple. (laughs) It wasn't like we're going to bend like a reed instead of breaking like a tree. Was that the plan? We're going to let those two in and we'll come back. It didn't happen. And then we lost to Panama in the third place game, which I'll admit, Gingers, I did not watch it live because I was upset. I'm still upset. Lost well, to Panama. Here's we, the thing. we came out of this Gold Cup in fourth. We could we could spend a while talking about the personnel decisions and the uh, oh, yeah. tactical we, we, decisions we and stuff that like kind that. Of time. But what it really comes down to is let's talk. What are the implications of this? So as well, you know, Gingers, yeah. those of you who listened to my award-winning podcast last week, I've got concerns about this and implications that could happen here. So Jurgen Klinsmann has been our coach since 2011. He's got some very impressive wins against some very big opponents in very big places. All right? He's done it. He's beaten Mexico. He's beaten Italy. He's beaten Germany. He's beaten Netherlands. He beat Ghana in the yeah. World Cup, which has been a problem for us for yeah. ages now. Yeah. He's done a lot. He's won the Gold Cup before yeah. in 2013. Mm-hmm. Right, he gets qualified to the World Cup. He can win. He can win. But there's these frustrating results that happen from time to time when we're losing to people we should not be losing to, and that's what happened in the Gold Cup, and we lost to them. And a lot of folks, and I'm getting closer. To, as you know, I'm a very much so a Klinsman apologist. But you have to start wondering here. There, much like in college football, you got to beat the rivals. Like you got to be able to do this thing locally. If you if you can't perform in CONCACAF, what, what value do you have? We'll never right. play Germany. Right. We'll never play the ne- in, a, in a game that counts, I mean. Yeah. You, you so, have one chance every four years, basically, to play a meaningful game against a team like Germany. Right. But we're going to have to beat Jamaica. You have to beat All Panama. The time. You, you have, have to beat be, Costa Rica. Yes. You have to beat Mexico. Honduras. You have to beat Canada. Mm-hmm. I would hate to lose to Canada. Yeah. That would... I'm out. But I'll tell you this right <laughs> now, Gingers. Yeah. We have a consolation game. That's what I'm calling it. But in order to qualify, because CONCACAF is weird, in order to qualify the Confederations Cup, the 2013 Gold Cup winner 
and the 2015 Gold Cup winner have a playoff because for some reason the Gold Cup happens every two years instead of every four. All we have to do is do it every four years. Mm-hmm. We don't have this problem. Mm-hmm. We do it every two. Back in the day, that meant one Gold Cup just like didn't matter, and then yeah. the other one did. Because you had to have whatever one you was had closest, to win the right one, and then it would the other one was just purposeless. But now it's a playoff, so we have a playoff in October. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's October 9th. It is. Pasadena in the Rose Bowl. Got we concerns. should go. You want us to fly out? What's what day is that in the week? What is the ninth? Oh, Jim, <laughs> oh, you it's a Friday. Love. It's a Friday. We should go. Fly. I'm trying to go to Southern California later that month, like the next week. That's where that is. Yeah, but like not that week. Just stay the whole time. Stay a, a week in Southern California. There are worse places here's to spend where, a week. Here's also where like my whole argument falls apart. My parents are moving to San Diego soon. Oh, good for them. So that also means like I wouldn't have to stay in a hotel for a Dude. week. I could just sleep in their house. Dude. It's not that crazy. Let's go. Uh, we might Pasadena. have genders, genders, we might have to go. Yeah. I was actually trying to go to the LA Galaxy game that's on the 18th of October. You should go to all of those. I can't go to you all of those. Just move for a month. Quit my job. <laughs> I've thought about it. Anyway. There you go. <laughs> anyway. All right. So we've got that playoff game. Here's my argument, Gingers. Klinsman has to win that game. That's the game he has to win. I if agree. If he doesn't win that game, I'm calling for his head. That's the deal. Well, for me. For me. I don't think U.S. soccer will actually do anything. Well, frankly. Suno Galati went out on a limb and basically was saying his job is not in jeopardy, you know, and, and nor should it be maybe, I guess, for those specific results. But that being said... Got to get the Confederations Cup. Come on. You have to play in that tournament. And I think... Because we didn't last time. And this raises a whole lot of other questions as well, though, that, that Jurgen has faced in the past where, you know, the, the argument is... Should the men's national team or any national team be a meritocracy or not? That's the decision. Should you pick the best players at that moment or not? Because I feel like Jurgen Klinsmann can't make up his mind on this. Because he omits. Now, frankly, Landon Donovan was not playing that well last summer when they went yeah, to the World Cup. But he was on fire he, after the World Cup. As soon as he cut him, it seemed but to me indicates it was a psychological thing. I probably was. Um, but that being said, I think, I think you're going to see an all-hands-on-deck type of scenario for this game on October the 9th. I don't think Jurgen is going to pull any punches again with the lineup that he's going to bring to this match. I would be shocked, Gingers, if the, we don't bring the heat for this game. Yeah, they're, they're bringing the, is a the healthy, guns. a healthy body and is playing the best at that moment. Right? Yeah. And that will matter. Like, well, how are they playing right then? Yeah. They're going. Yeah. And I think it won't matter. Like, if Jordan Morris has recovered from his uh, surgery, and he should have, and he's playing well, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of names. I wouldn't be surprised if Terrence Boyd, who's coming back from injury, yeah. Yeah. comes in. Mm-hmm. I don't, wouldn't be surprised if Breck Shea, who I thought we were going to have a summer of Shea, as you know, hashtag summer of Shea, uh, if he comes back from injury strong, mm-hmm. we'll see him. I wouldn't be surprised for a lot of these guys. Juan Agadello playing, I wouldn't be surprised by. Do you think you got to bring the heat. Do you think that a guy like a Benny Failhaber will get another look? 
Well, we have to at this point. I know that there have been personal issues. There's something in the there's past something there. going on there. But, but that being said, you have to win. You have to win. The guy that game. has like something crazy, like 15 assists in all competitions it's this obscene. year. Or something stupid. Bring in like Ethan that. Finley, who yeah, also yeah, has yeah, stupid yeah. number of assists. Let's, let's get these folks out here, and I would get them into camp now. We have got a couple friendlies coming up. We've got <laughs> game against Brazil in September. I can't believe this stuff, man. Got a game against Brazil up in Gillette Stadium. I saw us play Spain there once where we got killed 4-0. Oh, yeah, I was watching the highlights of that game not long ago. Those were lowlights, my friend. Lowlights. Highlights for Spain. Yeah, great game for Spain. Um, that was a Bob Bradley team. Yes. Not that I'm trying to negate Bob, Bob we Bradley. Love you. Bob, Bob, Bob I, come I on the show, I'm, Bob. I'll take Bob Bradley. We on. should interview Bob. We should actually try to make that happen. But done. All right, done. Trevor, I know we're we beating a dead horse here, <laughs> but Jurgen Klinsmann, to me, has to win that playoff game for the Confederations Cup. He wins that. I'm back on board. I'm on board with the qualifying and all that. But short of that, I, I kind of want a new guy. Now, a smarter person, a pragmatic person would say it's actually, in fact, too late. It's too late in the cycle to switch horses. However, if you're the Mexican Football Association, <laughs> you would disagree. You don't adhere to that? Well, what we clearly, more to it, What we need to have happen is you're going to punch a guy. And just punch a reporter in the neck. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. He's almost Herrera, admitted to it. it. All right, go Gingers, on. if you if you haven't been paying attention the last few days, Miguel Herrera uh, is out as the head coach of the Mexico uh, men's national team. Um, he punched a guy. A guy who had been fairly toxic toward him in the past apparently there's some yeah, history between those two guys very critical and and probably frankly had gone too far and from a reporter standpoint in terms yeah. of his criticism yeah. it seemed to get personal at, at a period yeah. of time but and i'm not you know we've made a lot of jokes and we had a, a tweet that a lot of people saw about us making jokes about that was a good joke it i was wrote funny that you did it, it was good it was a good joke uh but you know the thing is, is that I don't want to make light of that situation. He, he clearly, there's something wrong. But it's over. But, comma, you hate to see someone that passionate and childlike oh, about, I love it. about this game lose his job. Because there's not enough of that. There's too many Jose Mourinho's, frankly. If you know what oh, I mean. Oh, well, uh, Jose is very He has insane. his own little... He does. The, <laughs> there's too many Pep Guardiolas. Let's put it that way. There we go. Uh, football robots. Yeah, exactly. People who are clearly very good at, at coaching football. But that being said, yeah, they, they're, they're not fun to talk to. Miguel was very funny. Yeah. he it, it was so great. He was very funny. And he, he coached a really good team. Coach, really good team. Still very popular in Mexico. He's going to get... I know he says he's going to take a break, but he's going to get a Liga MX uh, coaching. Of course he is. He's, he, he'll be there he again. He won the league with uh, Club America, didn't they he? They might even take him back. Like he, He's going to get another job. I'm not concerned about yeah. his like job prospects. And I do understand the Mexican FA was put in a tough spot. You, have to, you, you can't have your coach punching reporters. You just I mean, can't. You just can't do it. There are but things. But it is interesting that you win the Gold Cup and you get fired. Yeah. And I just want to point out a fun stat here. Jurgen Klinsmann hired in 2011. Uh, we've had him since then. In that period of time, Mexico has gone through four managers. Yeah. And they're about to have a fifth. Yeah. And that, if you're a Mexico fan, and I've <laughs> spoken to quite a few recently because this has been big news, 
This is frustrating because you have the talent. Look at the names on this team. You have the Both talent. Both of the Dos Santos brothers are fantastic. You absolutely have the you talent. You have the talent to be, I'll say it, you could be a world beater. I'm not saying World Cup winner. Yeah. But you can go in there. You can, you can play Germany. Yeah. You can play the Netherlands. I know we beat them, but I don't see why Mexico can't with, with exactly. the personnel that exactly. they have. Exactly, yes. But when you're changing managers every like one and a half, two years, it's tough to get any sort of continuity and everybody has a different vision and they want to call up different players some guys prefer the european players some people want to get the 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 people who are playing in domestic league Mm -hmm. it's just hard to put a team together so in that respect the u.s is kind of better off than the mexico program is you know when you go into a year camp you know you're getting you know you're getting you're getting you know what it's expected of you you know what it is at this point, as much as I'm so upset with the result, and I may even call for his head come the fall, it's probably too late, frankly, at that point. Yeah, it probably, it's probably is. too late. It probably is. Uh, I mean, speaking of a, a couple of people, you know, we, we've we've flirted with this idea on in the past in some in previous pods. Mm-hmm. Um, players who aren't currently in the pool, okay, who might be available for us. Going forward, uh, this past week, <clears throat> Darlington Nagby was famously uh, reported as being very close to the end of his United States citizenship journey. Mm-hmm. Um, Nagby having a hell of a year, by the way, great shuttler of the ball. Um, you know, he's the type of player um, who you you see what he could be. Oh my goodness. Uh, his final ball is not great. His shooting shoes aren't great. But that being said, the man can run with the ball. He can hold the ball. He would have a place in a Jurgen Klinsmann possession-oriented type of team. And if you're a Timbers supporter or just a casual Timbers fan, you yeah. can watch a couple of games, Darlington makes chances. So He does. Yes, That's very true. He's not scoring goals like you want him to. For you want someone who's a forward to be right. scoring goals. Right. No one's happy with it. I'm sure him the most unhappy yeah. with that. Yeah. But this man does make opportunities, does make chances happen for his team. Porter loves him. Porter mm-hmm. coached him in Akron. Yep. Yep. Coaching him now. Yep. Clearly has faith in him. He's always out there. All right. I would love to see Darlington Nagby in camp. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the U.S. citizenship process, once you have a green card, and that's the equivalent of being a permanent resident in the United States... There's a five-year period before you can apply and take the test and all that to become a citizen. Darlington Nagby's at the end of that. Yeah. He's at the he's end close. Of, he's, 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 I think it's January or something like yeah. that. He's very close to the end of his five-year waiting period to become an American. He's never been called up by Liberia. Or I should say he's never accepted a call. Who knows? Liberia may have called him. Yeah. He's never accepted a call. He's expressed interest. He's basically lived in the United States for his whole life. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's fun- an American functionally, he's functionally, functionally yes. It's, he's married to an American. Like He's an American player. And I'd love to have him. I'd love to see him on a setup like that. And I think, I think in a certain in – the, in the U.S. setup, he might be scoring goals for fun. He might be. Because with Portland, a team that we both secretly like but will never admit to. Yes. <laughs> There's all these questions I have about the midfield there. I, I don't disagree with that. I've got questions. I'm not saying it's bad, but I just yeah. have questions. Yeah. They've got great forwards there, I think. And they actually have a really great defensive line. Yeah, they, they, they have a great goalkeeper. They have great attacking talent, and they have good defenders. But they don't, 
the, the sort of the the, the passing the gearbox there. there isn't isn't really prevalent. Passing isn't there. Not not how I would like to see in a team. Yeah, and I do wonder is he getting the correct service? That's what I'm getting at. Sure. ultimately here because unlike Fernando Adi, who has the physical presence, he can just bully yeah. people. And, That's a good and point. Push him around and make magic happen, which is why he's on the team. Don't get me wrong. Jonathan uh, Nagby is just a normal sized dude. I'm sure he's in much better shape than all of us gingers, but he's like he's not. He's not like 6'10". He's not crazy. I realize Fernando Addy is, is not 6'10". I'm just saying he's not like a monster size. That's what I'm getting at. But that's someone who we can see very soon. Uh, Dom Dwyer comes yep. up all the time. Yep, all the time. Also married to American. You know, went to school, I want to say UCF, Central Florida. Oh, I don't know, actually. I can look that Something up like that. Uh, he went to school here. He has been here for ages. Um, my understanding of his journey, because he, I believe, is also a green card holder, a permanent resident. Uh, is it UCF? Uh, South Florida, not oh, Central Florida. The Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls, not the UCF Knights. The Correct. Knights play in Orlando. Yep. Anyway, uh, Floridian. His journey would end, correct me if I'm wrong, 2017. If he's ultimately yes. trying to become an American? Very close to um, when they would have to start making the roster decisions for the U.S. This guy um, scores goals for fun. He does. And, he's also and offside. All the time. He's all the time. I don't know if he understands that rule. Um, it's but, not as bad as Marco DeVaio was. No, but I actually have a question for you. I don't know the answer to this. Can you train with a team even though you're not a citizen? Like, Could Jurgen bring him in just for training? My understanding and, is actually yes. You, hmm. can, you, can like, you can come to camp but not actually be in a game. Interesting. Like, because um, we we've done that with some of these players who uh, who have not declared their teams. Yeah, yeah. Not not declared who they can play for. Um, who frequently declare for the United States. We did that with uh, Gideon Zalalem. Yes, that's a good point. Did that for him, he, he came call. to a couple of camps before he ever made any sort of switch or anything like that. And then I just read today that Poku is a green card holder. He's a permanent resident, and he's never been called up. By I believe Ghana and his still case. a young man, twenty three. Yeah, he's got a shot. I don't know his timeline, so I can't really speak to that. But it is interesting when yes. we have these things. Now, another thing going on right now, Ginger's at the time of recording, the MLS All Star Game is happening. We're playing Tottenham Hotspur um, right at this moment. It's halftime. All Stars are up two. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur one. Probably Kakan the only person. Via, I think. It is. Or the goal scorers. It is. Yeah. Kaká with a PK. David Villa with a proper goal. Assists <laughs> from Kaká and Clinton Dempsey. Deuce himself. And who, of course, scores for Tottenham? Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> easy question. Easy question. Easy answer. We'll see how it all shakes out. Alex Kibler, question for you. Yeah. Does it matter? No, of does course it doesn't matter. matter. I... Uh... Or uh, let, let me actually let me rephrase. Let me rephrase because we know it doesn't matter. There's there's nothing at stake here for for either team. Uh, Spurs are in the preseason. MLS All Stars, much like most All Star games, like we're just here to have a blast. We're gonna have fun. Yeah. All right. As a fan, what do you want to see? Do you want to keep seeing? We've done this for years now, almost a decade, or actually I think it is a decade now, where we play. Uh, usually it's a European team, but not always. Um, we play a foreign team in the All-Star game. CMLS All-Stars versus whoever. Is that entertaining for you? Are you interested in that? Or would you like to see something else? Um, well, let me say this. 
when we used to be playing, you know, we I think we played one against West Ham one year. Yeah. We were a league, you know, when you're a, a D league or an E league. That's one hell of a list. In the world. Playing a, a team like West Ham or whoever, that's cool. That's fun. But we're not that league anymore, frankly. You know, it's been this year only that I have really decided, you know, we're very much a B league right now. We're not the level of La Liga. We're not the level of France. We're not the level of England. Yeah, we're not the level we're... of the Bundesliga. But besides those, and maybe Turkey. Mm, um, only at the top in Turkey. Yeah, you have two good teams. But what I'm saying is, you, we're not that far behind some of these leagues anymore. And I think it's, frankly, I, for the first time in a long time, think it's insulting to us. That the team that we're playing is a team like Tottenham Hotspur. Hotspur. No offense to Spurs fans. That is offensive. But if it was Chelsea, it'd be different. You know what I'm saying? If it was Barca or Chelsea or Bayern or one of these types of teams, it'd be mm-hmm. different. You know, we beat Bayern last year. Do they have all their World Cup stars? No, until the last minute, the last few minutes. But we beat Bayern Munich. We've beaten Bayern. We've beaten Chelsea. We never beat Manchester United. They killed us twice. Yeah, and now, though, this year, we finally have enough talent that I I think it should go back to being East versus West. You have enough people in this league who are of real quality that you could put a fun, fun team on that field. Can you imagine having Via Pilo, Agadello, uh, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, the teams that you can assemble. And then on the West, you have... You got those Santos, you got yeah. Gerard, you got Keane, you Dempsey. have Dempsey out there. Uh, you've got Obafemi Martins. I just can't. You have Wando. You, you have know Wando. What I mean? like, it's just crazy. You have Kaka for the East. So for ages now, Gingers. Yeah, I've been in favor of playing the foreign teams. Oh, me too. Been in favor of playing the foreign teams because it's a measuring stick. Yeah, exactly. Like, where are you? You know, how do you measure up to the to what I would call the real teams? Yeah. The level of talent is grotesquely improved. It has, in MLS. exactly. And I don't know if we need to be little brother proving it to someone else right now. Exactly, my, my Also, thoughts. whenever we win, it's always like, well, they're in preseason. We're not getting much out of it when we win you these can't, games. Th- it's a lose-lose. Like you and can't, when we lose, it's like, of course, MLS is Of terrible. course they lost, exactly, yeah. So I've got two proposals. Okay. One is yours, East-West. Yeah. Just because I want to see more. We have so much talent now in the league. I want to see more of these players get the chance to play in an all-star game. And I know MLS is very fond of the fact that it has two conferences, unlike a traditional uh, single-table league. Right. So you can get more people amped up by the fact that this is our conference and we're playing against this other one. Right. Also, that's how all-star games work in every other league. Right. In, in North America. Mm-hmm. So everyone's familiar with it. They know that setup. They want to see it. And they can see all the stars of this league. Right. Right. I think that'd be very entertaining. I think this league is, league is ready to do that. I agree. Right. Alternate idea. Okay. okay I'm going to throw it out there. Yep. Right. MLS All-Star Team. Liga MX All-Star Team. I think that would be fun. That'd be a fun game. I don't know if you could do that every year, but that would be a lot of I fun. I would love to see that. I, I think in general... Now, maybe not I, that specific thing. Is, for both of us, Yeah, we don't need the European leagues anymore. No, we don't. We just don't need them. Yeah. N- not in a direct competition, unless it's something where there's an actual trophy. Let me say this. I, I think... I think you know, for the purpose of what an all-star game is supposed to be, that might be fun. It might work. It might not work. I'm not sure. 
In general, though, I wish that we played more games against Liga MX teams. Oh, I, yeah. I think I think this that's is the, the measuring stick it, I care about. Right now it is. It, that is the measuring stick. How are you going to play against Club America right now? You that's know, what I want to know. When people are judging you, you've got to beat the teams in your, in, in your confederation. You just do. To take this back to an earlier criticism I had about Jurgen Klinsmann's recent coaching where you're beating Germany, you're beating Netherlands, but you can't beat Jamaica, it matters what happens here. We have to play Liga MX in the Champions League. Exactly. We never played Chelsea in any scenario. Right, exactly. Because we can never win the Champions League, so it never comes up. It never comes up. So whether you beat them or not, it's just a piece of trivia. If you can beat Club America, you can beat uh, you can beat Club Lyon. If you can, you can beat yeah, these teams. Yeah. Tijuana. Right, Tijuana. If you can mm-hmm. beat these teams, that's more interesting, and I think that's actually going to put more people in the seats. I think people are going to get more excited about it, and I think you can start a real proper rivalry between MLS and Liga MX that does not truly exist right now. It doesn't exist. As, as he it only, it only exists on our side, frankly. Well, no. I don't think it exists really on that side in terms of club play at all. I think, I think for as heated as the... The uh, USA Mexico oh. national rivalry is. Oh, that's huge. It's ice cold when it comes ice to the cold. league. I mean, ice you know, cold. it's nothing, really. And here's the thing, Gingers if you're new to the league this year, you're talking about going east west and all this other stuff. This is not a normal year. Oh, my goodness. We, we would not have been having this conversation two years ago when we were all crying because we thought we were going to lose you know, Thierry Henry. What are we going to do after Thierry leaves? Uh, what are we going to do after uh, Beckham David leaves. Beckham leaves? Or what are we going to do after Landon Donovan retires? Yeah, exactly. Like, what are we going to do? This year. This year alone. Sean Wright Phillips, which kudos to you guys, Red Bulls. That's a great signing. Get the Wright Phillips boys back together. It is for, for marketing reasons, for people reasons. I like that. Um, uh, play on the field. Don't get me wrong. I agree. I agree. Play on the field. You, you got to get a solid winger now. Let's just go through some of these names here: SWP, Drogba, Pirlo, Gerard, uh, Kaká, Sebastian Javanko, who isn't a name but a hell of a player. Turned out just fine. Yeah, exactly. David Villa, uh, eventually Frank Lampard, uh, Giorgio Santos, and then you know, couple that with bringing back players like Josie Mix. That's all just this year. Yes. Gingers, if, again, if you haven't been following the league, in a normal year, there'd be one, sometimes two marquee signings yeah. in a given offseason. And, and they would be big. They'd be like David Beckham. They'd be Thierry Henry. You're like, oh, my God. Coming to the league. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. We, <laughs> there's so many people here now that yeah. I forget that Kaká plays here yeah, sometimes. Exactly. You forget. Oh, wait. They have that guy who's like a legend. Legend. And having a phenomenal season. He has season. a Ballon d'Or. And you forget about it. Yeah. You're like, oh, here's Pirlo now. Yeah. Like, Kaká's here. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> All right, Drogba signs. <laughs> yeah. Any other season Drogba signs, that, that's the only story. Exactly. That's no, the biggest it, story of the year. It's yet another story. Congrats to Montreal. Yes. For getting that done. Now, uh, let me sorry, say this. Chicago Fire for losing yet again. No, they didn't lose anything. They traded the rights away for some stupidly small amount of money. And got uh, They're gonna Gilberto. Make the, here's the thing. They, Montre- Montre- they did. That's a good signing. But Montreal is going to make that money that they gave to Chicago back in a day in jersey sales. In a day. They probably already did. They done probably it. already have. Yeah. It's just, it's. Uh, Chicago. I've told you my pipe dream that I want to own the Chicago Fire. Oh, this could be done so much better. <laughs> It could be the team. It could just be oh, done. It just drives me so crazy how poorly run that team it's is. It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. It frustrates me almost as much as the New England Revolution do. Yeah, yeah. Because you already, the city already enjoys the game. Like you, 
it's in your favor. That's why New York has two teams, and L.A. is about to have a second team again. Yeah. So you already have the local support. You don't have to teach people what right. this game is exactly. or why they should care. They're, they already care. But you have to make the right marketing decisions and like the right stadium places. You still have to do things correctly. Yeah. And they seem to just pick wrong all the time. It's so I frustrating. Think, I think Tell with, us about your ownership of the Chicago what I'm saying, I think that those decisions that you're mentioning were made in an era where MLS was small ball, and it's not True. small ball anymore. And, and I think... You have to adjust. And I think, I think, you know, if you're Chicago, you're sitting on a gold mine right now. Oh I think if you God. build a downtown stadium, you can make it for 40,000 people, and they sell it out every week. I, I seriously think that. Every time. If you invest money in the team, of course. But. The U.S. national team, or for that matter, the Mexican national team, plays a soldier field, 60,000 plus, sell it out. Oh, easily. Every time. Yeah. Every time. There is a fan base. They don't want to go down to Bridgeview. No, you have to take a bus. You can't even take the L. You can't take anything. It's you got to drive. Yeah. Ugh. The thing that frustrates me, Chicago Fire, they own land in downtown Chicago. We've talked about this, yeah. And that's where they're building their training facility. (sighs) Swap them! I know you can't. In my world, I live in SimCity, and you can just lift (laughs) things and, like, move them around. Yeah, you can't do that in reality. But it's kind of frustrating, and you're in a great market. They they need a better marketing plan. The the town wants to love this team, and I wonder if they're going to end up like the New York Red Bulls are right now, where an enterprising group from outside says, yeah, we'll do a We'll do a team here. And suddenly you're outside looking in. It's going to happen. That someone else will show up in Chicago. With a lot of money. With a lot of money. Say, we're going to build this stadium downtown. We'll tear down some old post office or something. Yeah. We'll build the stadium downtown. Yeah. And we're, we're going to do something terrible. Just call them Chicago FC. Like, yep. we're not going to even yep. work on Don't it. Don't even care. Don't even care. It'll have, like, an all-black symbol or yep. something. And we'll have a marketing partnership with the Chicago Bears. And we're in. We're in the city. We're, it's it's over, and all the fire fans are going to be like, "Well, we've been here for no one cares. No one cares. You'll just you have, have suburban to fans. get people to care, and they're not doing it." I make this last note. I know we have a lot to cover, but thirty thousand folks show up in Yankee Stadium to see an expansion team playing yeah. expansion team. It, what a statement! Oh, I mean, what? Pirlo, but right, but there was no guarantees he was going to play at all. Mm-hmm. And this is already a fan base who's had several false starts of Frank Lampard. Uh, that's one way to put it, yes. Right? I'm putting it politely. Yeah. They have the third highest average attendance this year because Correct. Orlando City also having an incredible year. Yeah. And of course, Seattle being Seattle, they'll always have a billion fans. Yeah. New York Red Bulls, attendance-wise, aren't doing great. They're playing great. I know you can't admit to it. They're it's, playing well. No, they are playing. They're playing decently well. And, They're playing well. Getting um, to Harrison sucks. It's such a pain. If you already live in New Jersey, it's fine. But if you don't, if you live in the city, which is it's, why it's I have said they have to embrace New Jersey. If that team really adopted Newark and the state of New Jersey, it's such an insult to be called the New York Red Bulls. Frankly, it, it works for the New Jersey Devils exactly. And I don't understand why this couldn't work for the Red Bulls. And at some point, it's, the decision becomes. Do you value this hypothetical that just because you have New York in your name that people are going to buy your jersey? Which there's basically zero evidence that that has ever happened ever. Or are you going to put butts in the seats? Because you put butts in the seats if you embrace New Jersey. One last thought about this. I was at Models. For those of you who don't know, that's a sporting goods store yeah. that's common here Gotta on the go East. to Moe's. It may only be common in the tri-state, frankly. It may be. I don't know. Go there. They have MLS selection, but I, I'm looking at the stuff that's featured, you yeah. know, the stuff that's out there in display, and it's been months and months now. There's New York City FC, expected, because they do have a partnership. They do. 
And then the other thing that's prominently displayed on like all the display tables, stuff like that, the Los Angeles Galaxy. Yeah, it's a brand. That's what it is. So that's one, how huge LA Galaxy are, but also... There's another New York team, yeah, and they don't have prime real estate. Meanwhile, at the Adidas store, they flip it, so they have both. They do both uh, NYCFC and. I guess what I'm saying New is, Rebels, but you just wonder. And if you're a team that's like you're the Chicago Fire, yeah, you're outside the city. You're in Bridgeview. You've got attendance issues. There are marketing possibilities. It's always a question mark. Like, does this ownership group even have enough money to really do this? The same kind of questions that Philadelphia Union get. Mm-hmm. What happens? When somebody looks at, hey, I want to get into sports, like I want to get into sports ownership, NFL's way too expensive, you need billions of dollars to spy in. If I can scrounge together $100 million, which is a crazy amount of money, yeah. if you can scrounge together $100 million, uh, you can get, get yourself a team. And if you are enterprising, you're a good business person, you've got connections, you can make something happen, and you can get a stadium in the city, frankly, it just needs to be accessible by the L, really. Yeah. If you can make that happen... You're going to lose a lot. People aren't going to go out to Bridgeview. No, exactly. They're going to go out to Bridgeview. It's, it's not going to happen. Uh, and sh- I know there's a lot of MLS fans who don't like, like, LA is going to have two teams, New York's going to have two teams, et cetera, et cetera. London has five. So I, I'm and not I saying this a statistical is analysis that if you're talking about people who live in places who have disposable income of a certain amount, New York should have six teams. And they could. Yeah. I still support, conceptually at least, the Cosmos being in this league. I would love that. Because they could be it. Long Island. They yeah, could exactly. be Long Island. I, you have or, the city or itself. Brooklyn. You know what I mean? I think it'd be cool, I yeah. may have to go to a game, but they're in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but but you, could have the, you could have that team. I think you could do, do them all. I know fans elsewhere are like, well, we deserve a team. That's not how it works, folks. All right? You need an investment group. You right. need actual right. business people. To, it's to not a meritocracy. Decide. They're not handing out. I know it feels like it, that they're just handing out franchises to whoever. Um it's not because, oh, we have the best fans. That's not what it is. Someone's throwing down $100 million. Exactly. And if you don't have that person in your town, it's not going to happen. And that's what it boils down to. That's why Vegas didn't get it. Right. Exactly. Sacramento will eventually, but that's why Vegas couldn't get it done. That's why St. Louis doesn't have it, frankly. Yeah. A place where soccer, there's, there, you, if you had a team in St. Louis, you'd sell it out every, every single week. Right. But you need the money. Need the money. Need that money. You've got to have those dollars. Attendance has been insane. Yeah. We're doing great. We are doing great. It's been phenomenal one week after another. Now, before we get into next week's games, we have some some news to announce. You're quitting the show. No. Oh. Don't get excited. Well, I had my moment. (laughs) A couple weeks ago, we submitted for your approval of the Midnight Society... Boo. What should be? I got a boo and a head shake. Uh, what should be the name of our theme song? I, you know, we, the song that I wrote that plays before every minute of this terrible show. This uh, show is great. I love it. Um, we, we asked you guys for some suggestions, and we voted on it last week. And we had actually several people who expressed their uh, their opinions. We had quite a few people. Actually. Yeah, yeah, more than more than you more know. Than the response we usually yeah, get. exactly, yeah, yeah. But we are now. I can. I. I'm ready to announce it. Are you ready to? to I'm spiritually ready. I, I. Great. So, without further ado, the new name of the show. I made that mistake before. It's not of the show. 
Jeff. I know. I said not of the show. Did you say of the show? No, I said not. Not. Just not don't of. do it wrong this time. I'm not going. I might do it wrong. I need your spirit fingers. Will you give me spirit fingers? No, I'm not going to cooperate. Dixie's giving me spirit fingers. The new name of this show's theme song is Fartman Forgets. No. Oh. Lest we forget. Oh, it had forget That it. thing that I say. It's that thing that he says. Thank you, everyone who voted. Thank you, Josh Carter, for suggesting that. New Our dad, good friend. Josh Congratulations Carter. once again, Josh. Um, so yeah, that's the name of the song. Yeah. We if don't have we, anything to give we, you. If we had some kind of merchandise. You know what? We Whenever we get him. merch, you're going to get the first one or whatever. Or whatever, whatever it is. is. Yeah. Whatever it is. It's going to be uh, a this, pen. Consider this an audio IOU. <laughs> <laughs> what well-planned What a well-planned we contest did this we well. had. Yeah. It's like, oh, vote for this thing. Do you get anything? No. no. <laughs> Probably not. No. What is wrong with us? Thanks for playing. Yeah, thanks for playing, everybody. We appreciate Man. you doing work for us. Hey, anyway, let's go around the league here around really quick. League. Okay. Uh, so big games this weekend <clears throat> coming games. up. New England at home Saturday night against Toronto FC. That's on seventh. That's at seven thirty p.m. Uh, How are you turf. going through this list? You just pick the middle. Pick one? the big games, and then we're gonna go to the back. All like right. we do every week. What are you talking about? I don't about? know. Like you've got Philly, New York. You're starting with New England, Toronto. All right. Did you just say that a Philly game was a big game? This is a rivalry game for these two. It is. I mean, it's all right, East, fine. Though. You know, you do what you want. It. This is an East game. Yeah, but the best teams in the East. Well, anyway, New England at home. Best team in the East is DC. What? What? Who's this at is, home? Let's start over. New again. England. <laughs> What's happening? New England so, at home. <laughs> so I'm actually taking this as a two-two draw. Mm. It's two-two draw. Gillette. Toronto, I just can't write off. Just can't do it. And New England's kind of underperformed lately, although they're playing better than they were. The real Jermaine question, Jones is coming back to health. I hope he plays. The real question here for me is, can <clears throat> Toronto play their style of play on a, f- on a field surface that they're not comfortable on? Because if they can do surf? that, they're going to destroy New England. I'm sorry, they just are. Um, I'm going to say 2-1 Toronto. Really? I really Way think that. For yeah. Toronto. yeah, I do think All that's Javinko? true. Probably. Uh, Philly at home against New York Red Bulls. That's hey, also that's on a rivalry Saturday. game. It is a rivalry game. I love you, Philly fans. Um, uh, who do you got in this one? I'm taking the Red Bulls because SWP has now, been training now, for months. Keep in mind here, you're, you might be at least partially without Dax McCarty, who's getting mm-hmm. a lot of minutes in the All-Star game. You have well, to we'll see, see how that we'll plays. See how you have play to see play. how that plays out. I agree with you, though. I think it's going to be a, a Red Bulls victory in this I'm, game. I'm taking 2-1. Philly's going to get a goal in this. I want to say 1-0, actually. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I think... Red Bulls are doing enough recently possession-wise to, to, to sort of make that result work there. Uh, and then Sunday, San Jose at home against Portland Timbers. Uh, that one's on ESPN2. That's at 5 p.m. Portland recently has had this pattern of being beaten by a team, like, mercilessly, and then bouncing back. I cannot figure out and Portland. bouncing back. So I'm going to take a Portland win away, and also San Jose has not played as well as I'd like to see them. Um, you think a Portland win away two one, Portland? I think I want to say one one. I think this, this draw, has draw, draw written, written all, all over. over it. Yes, I, I very much think so. Other games this weekend: Ginger's New York City at home against Montreal. You going to that? DC. I am actually right. uh, DC at home against uh, RSL. Orlando at home against Columbus. That should be a good match. Sporting Kansas City at home against Houston. Colorado at home against LA Galaxy. Seattle at home against Vancouver and Chicago Fire Sunday night at home against FC Dallas. 
It's a big. It's a full slate. It's a full slate. That's a lot There's of games. A lot of good games here. Yes. Yeah. Um, ways that you can get in touch with us, gingers. Oh, how? At, <laughs> I'm sorry. How could they get in touch? At, before before you get into that, yeah. just a note to folks: uh, champion uh, Concacaf Champions League does start on Tuesday. Oh, does it? Uh huh. Wow. Real Salt Lake has a game. Exciting stuff there. I don't think I knew that. <clears throat> That's what I'm here for. I don't know what voice that was. I got possessed by an animal. Ways uh, that you can get in touch with us, gingers. At Straight Red Pod on Twitter, that's the pod. At Jeff is Famous on Twitter, that's Jeff. At Alex hey. S. Kibler, yeah, on Twitter, that's me. The S stands for Still Waiting on Lampard. Uh, Alex Kibler. Uh, yeah, I were, thought it was funny. Were you going to give out your personal email I address? I was there right for then? a hot second. Yeah. Guys, guess what the rest of no, it is. No, hang on. What was I saying? I'm going to have to edit that out, so I need a good lead-in. I said... No, just go for it. Just ride not, that wave. Not going to do ride it. Ride that wave of failure. What did I say? What did I say? I said... Dixie, this is who you're dating. The S stands for Lampard. Um, no, that's not what you did. No. It was still waiting for Lampard. Keep at, all of this. At Alex S. Kibler. The no, S- you went too far back. <laughs> at Alex You're S- messing it up. At, please stop. Is this, to, this is making hard I want to edit. stop making the show. <laughs> At Alex S. Kibler, the S stands for still waiting on Lampard. Boom! Oh, I like the joke. I did it four times. No, uh, let's sh- do it again. Straight red at iCloud.com. For what? Is that an email address? That's an address? email address on occasion. Oh. Uh, at Straight Red Podcast on Instagram. And you can see us on Facebook at Straight Red. It's now time for Jeff to actually say something useful. It's now time for... Quiet time with Jeff. Jeff, what do you have for the lonely lovers out there tonight? No matter what you're told. Yeah. By anyone. Yeah. Alex Kibler's opinions are worthless. See, you know, I give you this platform. Quiet time with Jeff. <laughs> Go forth in soccer. Hashtag war on Alex. Iowa is beautiful. Take that, Cedar Rapids. <laughs> it's the lovely compliment. There. Take the compliment. I enjoyed it. You enjoy anything that's boring. Hey, now. You watch yourself. I can't. These you guys only like, see outwards. I'm a guest in this I'm home. I'm a guest I in this house. I can do what I want. <laughs> We're going to poop on the floor. <laughs>